0: I'm Joe Larson. I'm Elliot Max, and this is the Northwest Convergence Zone, where
1: all things come together, together, together. together. Did we come together? We came together. All right. Oh, that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's wrong. (laughs) Tim Birch,
2: guitar.
3: Jamal, bass. Dave Wagner, drums. I'm Randy, vocals. Uh, We are Jaded Mary, and you're listening to the Northwest Convergence Zone.
2: Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, BC to Portland, Oregon. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of. the northwest Convergence zone show oh, no. welcome in to our little corner of the podcast world we appreciate you being there uh, we're here every week we post a new show every sunday we are the northwest Convergence zone show my name is big d and let's go around and introduce each other big joe where's joe
4: i heard he was up on a roof
2: but he's not being Santa Claus, though. <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong time of year for that, but he does have the look. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Big Joe is absent today. Apparently, he had some uh, some uh, emergency with his roof, right? Yeah. Something going on with that. Yeah, but, but the
4: only thing is, I should have been over there working on it. Why didn't I, I
2: go? Uh, you, you cost too much. Couldn't afford you, my man. All right, and I'm that free. right there is Double D. Yeah, I'm Double D. How's it
4: going, buddy? Having a good time. Go ahead. Nice time uh, in this nice weather. Finally got some sunshine.
2: Finally
4: got a sunburn. Wonderboy and I did. Well, oh, that's because you're as buggy. white
2: as the uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. Well, yeah, but now I'm red. <laughs> yeah, no, you- <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll turn white. That's right. It'll flake off and turn white. All right. Also, our man back there is Squeeze on the board, and of course, Wonderboy running the sound. You're looking a little lobsterish over there, Wonderboy. You guys were out at the car show, right? Yeah, we went to the car show. That was at Baxters or Baxters
4: probably 160 to 170 hot rods and stuff yeah cars uh spent a lot of time there walking around talking to people
2: well it looks like it's supposed to be nice all week and i want to tell you about a an event that's coming up later in the week july uh, june 17th 18th to 19th the grit city fest right here in tacoma washington and stellar band lineup i know sweet kiss mama is playing at that a uh, big wheel stunt show and a uh, lot of cool bands from around here. It's a three-day festival, and it's not just bands. It's an art festival, and uh, they, they named it right, Grit City Fest. But where is it at? Uh, it's down to it's in a bunch of different venues, so go to Grit City Fest on uh, Facebook or GritCityFest.com, uh, I believe, and you can get uh, hip to all that. I believe it's... Um, 40 bucks for a pass for the entire thing it's all three days plus the after parties and everything i think it's like around 30 or whatever for just the shows and it's not like i said it's not just bands there's art exhibits and they're gonna have a guest speakers and so forth so it's a very cool event we support those guys everybody check that out and uh i had a pretty cool uh Well, I had a crappy week, but had a great weekend. Yes. Uh, Big D was uh, driving home on Thursday and a block and a half from my house. Car slams into me, takes out my entire front end of my car. I believe it's totaled. They haven't made the uh, determination yet. And I was quite sore for a couple of days, still kind of still have a back problems, back aches and a headache and stuff from it. But I'm okay. Everybody got out alive. Nobody was injured too seriously. Except for your car. Except for my car. It's gone. And we went out to the the scene of the crime. (laughs) And and you can see my skid marks. I come to a complete stop. And then the guy just plows into me and uh, my my tires go left immediately. So it looks like two L's in the... Uh, in the intersection <laughs> yeah so, I four or five
4: feet sideways
2: yeah and it was uh it was a tough week it was a lot of things going on so i had to you know file that claim go rent a car and all that stuff but um, but then you got tickets to tom petty man i got free tickets to go see the petty man and uh joe cocker it was a great show went on friday night <clears throat> and tom petty of course always lays it down it was a gorgeous day out there and it was like 75 degrees and then of course the sun goes down and it hits about 40. (laughs) But a lot of cool people out there and it was fun, fun, fun for everybody and I highly, if you have never seen Tom Petty, I highly recommend you go see him. And I was really surprised at how well Joe Cocker did because I know he's getting up there, but he can still bring it. So that was a good fun time. It's always fun to go see the big boys. You yeah, know, that would be fun. That was a good show. I
4: invited you along. I know, but I had to go. Actually, yeah, that's something I did fun. I did uh, the
2: uh, walking thing, the walking marathon for your daughter. Yeah. What was it called? It was out uh, at what high school?
4: Not the but Relay for Life.
2: There you go. Man, I just. Brain
4: freeze. <laughs> yeah, brain freeze. <laughs> Re- right. I did the Relay for Life. My daughter ended up walking 25 miles. And what was the time period on that? In twenty four hours. In twenty four
2: hours, so a little 20- over a, a, a mile an hour. Yeah, but she had to take breaks every now and then well, too. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. I mean, when you're doing that, should I be lucky to walk a block?
4: But they raised a lot of money there, and there was, I don't know, there was way more people there than I thought. There was a couple thousand probably.
2: Well, and finally the weather has gotten good here in the Northwest. Thank God for that because I was getting really depressed with all the gray, 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 rainy, crappy days. We're full on in June, and uh, my body clock says about 90 to 100 because growing up in Texas, and it is always a tough time of year. So it's nice to see Mr. Sun out and everybody out there. And uh, go out, enjoy it, barbecue. mow your lawn have fun just have a really good time and then come back inside and listen to us yes (laughs) all right well our first guest on the big program today we have two actually it's a father and son team and i have to thank alicia wood who's been a guest on here several times she's the one that uh Got us in contact with Elliot Max and Joe Larson, and uh, we appreciate that from her. Elliot Max and Joe Larson are amazing. Elliot Max has uh, been in Seattle. He's been a comedian in Seattle for a long, long time. He is the first person to win back-to-back Well, not back-to-back. He won twice the Seattle Comedy Competition, the International Comedy Competition. He also uh, was a regional winner of the Johnny Walker Comedy Search. He's been on Showtime, MTV, Comedy Central, PBS, he, uh, he was telling us that he wrote jokes for, like, with Leno and Letterman and Elaine Boozler, and he wrote, that for J- been amazing. wrote for J.J. Walker, and just an amazing guy, written several books, and just a funny, funny man. Now he does cruises. Yes. What a sweet gig, man. Just hop on that Holland-American line and let it blow its whistle, and off you go.
4: Now, don't we get money for...
2: Ding! I think we get a promo for that. All right, and Joe Larson is his son. And Joe Larson was uh, chosen the College Comedian of the Year a couple years ago. He has been on uh, Comedy NBC. He's at the MAC Awards. He was given the uh, part of the the Johnny Carson Great American Comedy Festival. He was in the movie Stand Up Three Hundred and Sixty, and he's on a nationwide tour. He's about to open for Caroline's headline at Caroline's in New York City, which is where he resides now. They're doing some gigs around town. We'll talk about it with them, and this is how that conversation went. All right, our guest today is Elliot Max and Joe Larson. Father and son uh, comedians from right here in the Northwest, and how lucky are we to have these guys in. This is a special treat for us. You guys, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, uh, let's start with you, Elliot. Um, Long time comedian here in the Seattle area, and uh, like we mentioned earlier, winner of twice of the seattle comedy competition which i don't believe has ever been done it wasn't done since i don't think it's been done i don't think anybody's tried no i think people <laughs> have <might> tried <laughs> <laughs> there's really no reason to <laughs> and under two different names right, That's right. so um, well tell us about your um your history as an individual in comedy when did you decide to go into comedy and how did you get to the point where you're at now where you're like the biggest name on cruise lines the big selling point for me was flunking out
1: of college. <laughs> and right away I said, okay, i got to come up with something that doesn't require a degree. And this doesn't. Um, so uh, I started, God, what did I start? 1976 oh. was my first attempt at being a comedian. And I didn't actually get a laugh until 1979. <laughs> I... Had heard about uh, <laughs> people doing stand-up comedy. They didn't really have comedy clubs. Then. Was this in Seattle? I was in Seattle. I was uh, well in Bellingham. Okay, and going to college, and I thought, well, I've got to figure out where they have stand-up comedy. And I, yeah, where seen, are
2: they doing it back then?
1: Uh, San Francisco and L.A. and New York were about the only places doing stand-up. And uh, so I went to San Francisco to work at either the Purple Onion or the Hungry Eye, which I'd seen on the back of albums, big clubs. I get down there. The purple onion was closed, and the hungry eye was a strip bar. (laughs) Not a
2: bad place to work.
1: There was nowhere to work. I just happened to stumble across a little open mic, and uh, that was doing, you know amateur stand-up. So I go in, I sit down at the bar, I say, I want to be a comedian. They said, great, you're on next. And then (laughs) about a minute later, this guy walks in with an entourage and it's obviously he's big. I don't know who he is. And he says, oh, just a second, this guy's going on first and then you're going on. The guy that was going on next was Robin Williams. No, no. (laughs) This is before he was famous too. And so he does about 20 minutes and he literally when he walks out the bar everybody leaves with him it's like they're just following him like a parade <laughs> there's two drunk people left in the bar and they go okay
2: you're on now <laughs> so that was my debut well i think uh. they were following because he had cocaine in his pocket Could have been. probably <laughs> yeah. probably yeah so so you go down to san francisco and you're trying to your thing and then do you, you eventually come back to seattle yeah i i uh was down there for a while
1: i worked uh in la too at the uh comedy store down there for a, a little while and And then uh, decided to move back up to Seattle, where they were just starting to do stand-up up up here. So uh, I worked under my my real name, Gary Larson, for a while Mm -hmm. until uh, that guy from the far side came and took my name away, (laughs) Um, which I knew was going to happen. My first paid gig up here, uh, my parents took me to uh, a Chinese restaurant to have Chinese food afterwards. Mm -hmm. My fortune cookie. Now, this is my first paid gig as a performer. I open it up, and it says, your name... Will be famous in the future,
5: <laughs> and I
1: saved that. I went. This is a sign, yes. and sure enough, about four years later, my name got famous without me. just not you behind
2: it, right? <laughs> Very good. And I just I wanted to ask you. Uh, I noticed um, that you have incorporated uh, music into your your act you have a guitar up there with you and yeah. you actually sing a few songs and um you became quite famous for one the uh, grandma's on crack grandma's on crack big hit yes yeah, so um, that was a big a big oh, yeah. hit and joe was in that uh video where you? you're like i played him as a kid yeah you're yeah. like nine or something like that it was great and i'm just curious about uh did you always have a love of music or was this something that um you decided to do to to be set apart and different from the other comedians that were up there
1: no if i could have been anything i would have been like one of those lounge lizard guys, you know, with a big collar and, hey, baby. <laughs> um, I would have loved to do that. That's the, that's the best show business in the world. you get got to be, you know, as cool as you... Imagine yourself to be. Right. You know, and uh, it, there was a problem of a lack of, of talent mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that I really couldn't play or sing well enough to pull that off. And right. so this is a way of doing it. And in my head, you know, you see something and you guys are all laughing. You go, ah, that's really funny. And he doesn't sing or play very well. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, baby.
0: <laughs> so
2: yeah, that's the cool
0: part. Yeah, there's a rule. If you're a bad musician, learn a joke.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Well, let's talk to Joe for a moment here and uh, joe larson is your son and joe has a is following in your footsteps and quite successfully i might add and uh, joe tell us about growing up in your in the shadow of, 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 of a big time comedian in Seattle, and uh, and then deciding I, this is what I want to do.
0: Yeah, growing up in the shadow of Gary Larson, the cartoonist, was very difficult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it, it's it, it was it was funny. I you know, growing up with your father as a comedian, uh, he's full of crap. But when you're a child, you don't know that he's full of crap. You right. think that he's all these things are true. So, I, from birth until five years old, I had no idea that my dad didn't know the answer to every question I ever had. Until I went to school and they'd ask, and I'd raise my hand, and I had an answer for everything. And I think they had a meeting at one point and told my dad they couldn't talk to me. Um, I, uh, but I, yeah, I went. Oh, I started comedy. Um, when I was 20, I was uh, doing nothing. So <laughs> I was following in his footsteps there as well. fuck uh, <laughs> yeah, out of college. Yeah, exactly. Drop out of college. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I, was, I moved back into my parents' house. I'd wanted to go on some fishing boat to Alaska, and that didn't pan out. And I was waking up at noon one day, and my dad goes, uh, you ever think about doing comedy? And I go, no. <laughs> and uh, he goes, well, would you ever give it a try? And I go, I don't think so. And he goes, well, uh, my buddy's teaching a class at UW, and if you wanted to take it, uh, he owes me a favor. I get it gets you for free. And I go, ah, I'm good, thanks. And he goes, well, what else are you doing this weekend? And I went, I guess I'll do it. And then he tried to talk me out of it for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately recognized his mistake and went, no,
6: don't do it. Whatever you do, don't do it.
2: Um, <laughs> So now you grew up in uh, the Seattle area, is that yeah, correct? Where'd you go to school? Eel Ballard.
0: I uh, went to high school at Nathan Hale High School. Oh, the mean streets of Ballard. I know. Mm. It was rough. It yep. was rough. Yes,
2: yeah, so that's yeah. a very tough neighborhood always over there. Always scary. <laughs> <laughs> always scary. Three <laughs>
0: mile an hour drive-bys. Um,
2: <laughs> With the left blinker. Yeah, going. Left, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to watch out for those yeah, left blinkers. Yeah, that always tells you where you're, where they're going to shoot out of. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so now you go to this class and then you decide, well, this might be for me. good to give this a shot. And then did you do i assumed you did some of the local clubs like the underground and yeah uh, and well my first show was uh i didn't have a choice
0: um was at giggles comedy club in seattle which uh just changed ownership um and uh and then i started working more at the underground the underground kind of became my home club and still is i, I love the underground under the underground and laughs out in, uh, in kirkland are two two of my favorite clubs here in the in the northwest um And worked there a bunch and kind of did everything I could do in Seattle. Uh, Kind of a funny story. Uh, I opened it for my dad he tried to talk me out of this for a year and a half. And then at one point he saw me do well and he goes, all right, I guess you're going to do this. And I was opening for my dad and, uh, I was about to feature and, and the MC is on stage at the underground. And he's bringing me up, he's doing my intro and my dad comes up, puts his arm around me. And, uh, he, he goes, a uh, son, I've been doing this 30 years and I got a little piece of advice and I go, yeah, yeah. What is it? What is it? I gotta go. You know, and he goes, listen, I've learned a lot of things. and I just want to give you one piece of advice. And he goes. Uh, don't screw up. Makes me look
1: bad. Go get him, kid. <laughs> right. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that's good advice. That you is know? good advice. You know, think about whenever anything's gone wrong. What have you done just beforehand? Yeah, screwed, up. Screwed, screwed up. up. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. A sage exactly. wisdom
2: yeah. from a veteran. Absolutely. <laughs> right. yeah. And it makes him look bad. And he's his whole ni- his yeah. name's writing on it. And that's his check, exactly. which eventually yeah. is your uh, your heritage. My uh, <laughs> my
0: theory was always that he changed his name because he was disappointed in me. <laughs> You know, you know. <laughs> i'm just gonna go by elliot max <laughs> this kid's doing nothing with his life <laughs>
2: now tell me about moving to new york that was about four years ago you said? yeah yeah it was about four years ago i moved to new york city
0: with my girlfriend who's a doctor i win um <laughs> yeah i uh who's uh wonderful um We moved out to New York City, which is a scary move because we didn't have any money or uh, any real reason to be there. And I didn't really get on stage for about eight months. And um, uh, things have snowballed and gotten really exciting. And... uh, Next month, I'll be headlining at Caroline's on Broadway, which oh, is one beautiful. of the best clubs in the country. So absolutely. It's been it's been a great experience, and it's taught me a lot. And it's it's just been absolutely fun. And it's a fun city. You get to see your name up on the. Uh, yeah, up on the board. yeah, up on the breeder board. Yeah, take a
2: picture of that. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> exciting. It's, well, let me throw some dates uh, people's way because uh, you guys have some shows coming up locally that everybody can go to, and I highly recommend it. Uh, right here in Tacoma, the Taste of Tacoma, they have the uh, 96.5 Jack FM Comedy Club. And Saturday, June 26th, and Sunday, June 27th, 2 to 2.30, you can see Joe Larson do his thing right down here at... point defiance and that's always a great time and uh, hopefully the weather will be good
0: two to two thirty that's when comedy happens
2: that is (laughs) that is the that is the coveted (laughs) slot Right,
0: right, right in the middle of the day you shake off that hangover grab a cup of coffee and laugh it up and laugh it up
2: yes and then also uh saturday 26 you'll be pulling double duty with your dad at Laughs in Kirkland. They'll be performing together, and that's going to be a great show. I think everybody should try to head out. I hope there's tickets still left for that.
0: Uh, I think there are some tickets still left. You can go on uh, the website, laughscomedy.com, and pick up tickets. It's, it's going to be a fantastic show. We also have another amazing, uh, great Northwest comic MC in the show. He's one of my best friends, and he's a really funny comic guy named Brian Beauchet. Uh Hysterically funny, and you guys, uh, he, he's he's he adds to the show big time. It's going to be a great night.
2: Great. Great. Well, everybody try to get out there, and the t- Taste of Tacoma is free, and then the one at laps, you have to buy tickets, but uh, please, just drop it down and go have some fun. Uh, I just want to ask you, Elliot, about the cruise line. Uh, that seems to be your recent gig, and uh, you are like, from what all reports I've heard, and I have never taken a cruise, I do vacations differently, but from what I've heard, you are the king. Drinking in the garage. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> everybody has their own idea of vacation. (laughs) (laughs) but if if i'm going to take don't bother me i'm going on vacation (laughs) (laughs) see you in a week (laughs) knock before you enter uh the cruise line ship that's uh that whole industry is got to be amazing because you have people coming from all walks of life and all different places uh, around the world to get on a boat and go in some water and then there you are to entertain them well the thing is about the
1: cruise too though is that if you want to see me perform there it's about two or three thousand bucks so you're, it's a little bit more worth expensive every dime. than if you just went out to kirkland yeah. but um, yeah it's a different way to perform because um now joe you did this too in new york you worked at ha which was a <sighs> tourist uh conglomeration so it's the same thing on a cruise that you get people well first off i get kids that are like you get babies the little kids to their grandparents to their right. parents all at once and trying to come up with something that makes them all laugh at the same time is pretty pretty challenging. Pre- yeah, yeah. challenging yeah challenging but uh, I, I find a, a lot of fun the challenge of doing he,
0: that he had a great story about one cruise ship where they had 300 French people on, on board <laughs> and they all came to the show yeah. which is disconcerting because yes. no one's laughing because they have
1: no idea
2: what's going on you know? <laughs> they thought you were the cartoonist
1: but, yeah. <laughs> but being traditionally French which you know are always polite people they all got up and made a big deal out of walking out
0: through <laughs> <laughs>
7: <Yeah. laughs> <Which laughs> their noses in the air oh yeah they're
1: (laughs) no no (laughs) as if i'd done some personal affront by not learning (laughs) french
2: yeah uh yeah i've been up to french canada parts and yeah they were interesting but so being on the cruise it it has to be a a fairly captive audience well it's a captive audience but
1: you're (laughs) also captive and if they don't like you in a nightclub, you just go out the back door, if right. not, and it's going to happen sometimes. If you, they don't like you on a cruise, you've got to get up the next morning and have breakfast with these people. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. I had one where it was a Christmas cruise, and these are notoriously bad. I think the reason they're bad is because people who go on a cruise at Christmas are the people that their own families wouldn't have them over to the house for. So they said, let's <laughs> let's send grandma and grandpa on, on cruise. a cruise because we can't stand them for the holidays. <laughs> next next year my sisters
0: and i are saving up money to send my mom and dad on a cruise when he doesn't have to We're perform on. yeah i ended
1: up hiding in my room after this show for an entire week from these people you couldn't even go out in public without them trying to attack you
2: it was just that would be that would be crazy um yeah. and so now when you're uh, on short uh, are you still I know we're performing on the 26th at Last in Kirkland. Do you still do stuff around town? I do work around town once in a while, but uh, the last gee eight
1: years i've been working probably nine ten months of the year on cruises and so. the best
2: cruise line to go
1: on holland america absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. ding <laughs> little plug <Ch-ching>, <laughs> ch-ching, ch-ching.
5: <laughs> you and know, it's 20
2: bucks every time he says
1: that you gotta keep plugging that yeah keep talking <laughs> holland <that
2: up>. america <laughs> and you're also quite the author you have several books tell us about some of these books
1: oh uh they're collections of of jokes i've got one out now called the official cruise ship joke book and but he sells on holland america Holland Dang. america cruise line <laughs> and we're not paying that 20 i'll oh, just tell shit. you that right now oh, oh. <laughs> actually i put this together because i'm a lousy joke teller if you said tell a joke mm-hmm. i can't tell a joke to save my life stand-up comedy isn't really telling jokes mm. um and it's uh I don't know what you call it, but it's, if you watch it, you go, oh, yeah, it's not exactly telling a joke like Uncle Bob tells a joke. What will happen is people come up to me after a show on a ship and then tell me a joke and expect me to tell them one in return. So <laughs> instead of embarrassing myself like that, what I did was I just collected all the jokes that people had told me on a
2: ship and then put them all in a book. Yeah, so make money off them. Yeah good. All right. Now, Joe, tell me about um, you were uh, voted the best college comedian of the year. Was that uh, was that last year?
0: Uh, it was a couple years back. A couple years back. Mm-hmm.
2: And so, obviously, you went on the college circuit to, to be nominated. Tell us some stories about, uh, or give us one of your most bizarre moments uh, in front of a college crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, college crowds are notorious for being out of control, and uh, or acting like they're smarter than you, or whatever. There's got to be some time where you you were on stage, and you're like, "This is just not happening." Oh,
0: that's that's <laughs> most nights.
1: Um,
2: I, <laughs> you should tell them about the prom
1: thing you were telling me on the way up. That was hilarious.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. In 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 um, New York, you get all these prom shows, and so all these kids after prom. They they come and they 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 have a show which high school kids after prom great audience <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most of the shows start around two or three a.m. in the morning you know like, so, right right you know, everyone's exhausted and and the kids are they don't realize what's gonna happen to them you're watching you're watching a guy walk across the street knowing he's gonna get hit by a train <laughs> and you can't because because these kids are, they 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 took a limo. Right, mm-hmm. and they're dressed in the nicest clothes they've ever worn, maybe will ever wear. They they ate a fancy, wonderful dinner because their parents paid for it, and then and now they're at Caroline's comedy club and watching people who've been on Comedy Central, and 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 it's prom, so they're all getting laid and they're happy and they're excited, right? <laughs> and uh, and 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 they don't realize that next year they're going to go to college and they're going to eat Top Ramen and wear the same shorts for five days. They're just, they're screwed. They're going to get screwed, right? And so you don't know what to tell these because they're on top of the world. And it's what's also funny is you realize that there's cool kids and then there's the people that are going to be cool later.
2: Exactly. Right? You see, yes. and you can
0: always tell you, there's there's a, there's an equal proportion. If you if you go, by a round of applause, who here is drunk? And then there's a group that'll clap that's <laughs> right. drunk, right? And then if you go, by a round of applause, who here will be attending community college next year? Same group. Group. Always the same
2: group, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always the same group. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, um, tell me about some of your, uh, especially you, Elliot, uh, starting back in 76, who were some of the people you looked up to and admired in comedy? Uh, back then, pretty much the people who are famous today. I, I was,
1: I just kind of by a fluke ended up in San Francisco and LA at the very start of when all the people. Um, Gosh, I was down there, I watched Letterman MC the shows at uh, the Comedy Store. Uh, Jay Leno, I, I, uh, Jay actually helped me at uh, one time. He was writing for Jimmy Walker. I don't know if you remember. Jimmy, do, J-J yes. Jimmy, Jimmy J.J. Dynamite. Walker. Jimmy J.J. Walker. That's right. He was the big guy mm-hmm. then. And everyone who was poor, you know, like Jay Leno and myself and all these other guys, would write for him and sell him jokes. And so <laughs> Jay helped me fill out a, a, a joke resume for for Jimmy Walker one time, and wow, and, and Jay was probably twenty five at the time, but he had a pipe, and he was the,
7: <laughs> he was trying
1: to be the old cool guy it was hilarious, so uh just about anybody you might
2: have seen anywhere red I fox know
1: uh, uh, fox is from a whole different generation, yeah red
2: is like a little earlier, yeah um. My parents took me to see, because we always watch Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were driving up here from Texas mm-hmm. one time and we stopped in Vegas and Red Fox was playing like the Sands or something. <laughs> my parents are very wow. conservative. <laughs> wow. So I was like, Dad, that's uh, that's Sanford. I know where you're going with this <laughs> <Yeah>. one, too. <laughs> we, w- my folks bought tickets. We were in there and we were out in five minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I went to see
1: Carlin down at the Circle Star Theater, I think it is just south of San Francisco. It's right. Big st- Theater in the Round The week before They had had Red Fox out And it was the same thing Sanford and Son And an entire white audience Went out (laughs) to see Red Fox Red Fox's show Is the filthiest Absolutely Thing on the face of the planet Because he worked The Chitlin Circuit Which was designed Just for that Mm. And 3,000 white people Came sat down And within five minutes He had cleared the hall
2: Yeah they are just Slack jawed man (laughs) My ears are still burning <laughs> and uh, Joe, you—you're uh, obviously, uh, you know, in the younger generation. So there was Eddie Murphy, and uh, you know, a lot of the spade and a lot of the comedians who who are you looking up to oddly
0: enough uh as a kid my dad always had records around so i listened to woody allen and uh the smothers brothers were huge mm. um uh cosby you know so so although all that stuff was around the bulk of my earliest influences were from that uh I, you know those guys are just brilliant and and amazing and i i there's such a history of comedy um, you know they're, they're, once I started comedy there was people that I looked up to Dana Gould one of my favorites he was the head writer for the Simpsons mm-hmm. dark funny twisted creepy um <laughs> You know, there's just some, there's some, so many brilliant comics out there today that, uh, that you know, there's no shortage of people to look up to. And then moving to New York City, uh, I work with Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan, all the time. Nice. Um, being relatively clean, uh, he needs somebody clean to go up before him, and so uh, I got to work in front of him a ton in New York City when he was getting ready for his last special and uh, tag a couple jokes here and chat with him. Great guy. Uh, Christian Finnegan's another guy that I work with a lot. Um, Pat Dixon, a couple other big names. I mm-hmm. um, uh, just worked a couple weekends with Nick DiPaolo,
2: who's oh, fantastic. Very nice. Yeah yeah very good and uh, well let me give you a couple of dates again saturday june 26th sunday june 27th 2 to two thirty at the 96 5 jack fm comedy club at the taste of tacoma down there in uh, point defiance also saturday the 26th at laughs and kirkland in the evening elliot and joe will be performing together now not to be outdone uh let's go off the comedy for a second you have a daughter who's quite a singer i understand that's right um tell us about her
1: well, Megan, Megan Larson. Uh, what can I tell you about Megan? Ah. Uh... Megs, fill me in. Joe. Okay, so um, she
0: she 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 sung all her life, and she's we, the middle
1: one, right? She's the middle one. Okay, yeah, she's <laughs> my middle daughter. I think you've
0: met her before. Okay, uh, once or twice <laughs> yeah. on Shore Leave. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> the one with the long blonde hair. <laughs> now, Megan actually is the one we knew was going to be a performer. Oh, okay. Joe, when he was little, he was a very serious kid. When he really said, "I'm going to be a comedian," was like. You're kidding? (laughs) That's the joke. (laughs) Megan started. We have video of her singing before she could talk. Mm -hmm. You know, so she she's always sung, and we've kind of just assumed she would be a singer and as a a great voice. I was surprised when she started singing and other people were interested in it because I'd heard her voice my whole life. Right. I just assumed that she was her. You know, Mm -hmm. when your kids are really good at something, you. You just figure it's because you're a parent. You go, oh yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. really good. Like all parents think their kids are. Uh-huh. I've seen kids on the soccer field that were functionally retarded, and their parents <laughs> thought they were great. That, that <laughs> kid's a star. Yeah, right, <laughs> not. He's wearing a helmet, yeah. you know. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and but
1: uh, she has a brilliant voice, and uh, she's just signed with one of the labels here. Has yeah,
0: she well, he, what she's going to do is she, she came up with this concept.
1: Um, she's uh,
0: she's she wanna, always wanted to record. She worked with a couple different producers. Nothing really panned out. She started taking um, classes to produce herself. And once she got into those classes, all the professors wanted to use her music as a teaching tool because it was so good. And so the songs that we brought today are two songs that students produced at UW and at Shoreline in their program. Um, And so that's not exactly what she wanted to come out. Uh, It's a little... Country where she's more bluesy soul mm-hmm. Um but so coming out Of this what, what she really kind of found out Was she wanted to do something more I don't know if you guys know who uh Betty, Betty LeVette is That sort of style uh more bluesy Soul music and she Um came up with the concept of making the, the first all women Uh album Woman producer, women engineers Uh women studio musicians All that stuff so uh she just signed With um a I woman. Was, yes, a woman. Some we'll broad, you know? Some broad, eh? Some broad, eh? Hey, you know, um, hey. no, uh, They're making
2: inroads, those yeah, chicks. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to play a little bit of Megan Larson uh, later on in the program, but I uh, wanted to get that in because uh, you guys are an absolutely amazingly talented family, and we're so proud that you're Northwest, and that's what we're all about, Northwest talent. We have a lot of talent here in the Northwest that we like to share with uh, the world and shine the spotlight down here, and want to say again that on the 26th and 27th of this fine month of June, 2 to 2.30, Taste of Tacoma, you can go see Joe Larson, and that's free. Now, drop a little dime and go on the, tw- the night of the 26th to Kirkland at Laughs, and you can see Elliott Max and Joe Larson, and if you really, really have dough, lay down a couple of grand, go on a cruise and check out Elliot Max because that's Holland America Holland America and they are the cruise line
0: (laughs) I feel like those are different
2: donating levels for for For, for
0: free you
6: can
2: go see
0: them in Tacoma
6: and if you're a billionaire
2: if you're a billionaire you can fund our program we appreciate (laughs) that anyway you guys thank you so much for coming in we really appreciate it thanks for having us it was great All right, I highly recommend everybody go to their websites and check out their video clips and you can see how funny these guys are they're two different styles, but they are very, very funny, don't you think? Yes, yes. I, I, I enjoyed, everybody I
4: laughed last night watching those. <laughs> I just had a great time.
2: I think everybody should go up there to, uh, to Kirkland at Laughs on the 26th. We're going to try to make that show. It's going to be fun, and we really want to thank those guys for coming in, and best of luck to them. We also want to go down to Taste of Tacoma and check out Joe. It's for free. You know, 2 to 2.30 at the uh, Jack FM comedy stage. So that's going to be great. All right. Hey, let's do some birthdays.
4: Now, with birthdays of the living, here's a Northwest Convergence Zone's own Prince of the Pinata, Big
2: D. All right, birthdays of the living this week. For June 14th, the man who loves to fire people, Donald Trump. Also, Barry Manilow was born on the 17th, and most importantly, the man you're hearing right now, Sir Paul McCartney, was born on the 18th of this fine month of June. And uh, we wish them all a very happy birthday. Sir Paul, keep on keeping on, my brother. Now, with Birthdays from Beyond, here's the Northwest Convergence Home's answer to Art Bell, Big Joe. All right, well, not really, because he is not here with us, but I'll try to do it in my best uh, Joe impersonation. Birthdays of the Dead, uh, those who have passed beyond uh, the 16th of this fine month, the uh, rapper Supreme, and we're not sure if he's dead or not, because there's kind of controversy around this guy, he may be walking out there, we're not sure, Two Tupac Secure, his birthday was on the 16th, the guy who lives in an upside down, inside out, uh, wacky world himself, M.C. Escher was born on the 17th, and the guy you just heard right there, born on the 15th, would be Waylon Jennings, Those are birthday from beyond. And if you see those guys walking around, well, uh, you might want to check your pulse because you may have gone on yourself.
4: <laughs> yeah, but I'm still remembering
2: Daisy Duke. Daisy Duke. <laughs> Speaking of car shows, I went to a car show in Seattle one time when the Dukes of Hazzard was really big and she was there with the general lee and uh it was funny because her husband who was her manager or promoter or whatever at the time was sitting at the table next to her well you can imagine the lineup is all guys and he was giving the evil stare down to every guy that walked up on stage because they were giving out these little glossies and she's yeah, of daisy and she would photograph it and every guy's tongue was dragging Even autograph on th- it what'd i say photograph it they would autograph it and yeah. photograph you if you wanted and, you know okay. you could get a picture but uh though the funny thing is he was was giving the evil eye to every guy, everyone that walked up there yeah but what do you, what do you expect <laughs> uh, so, well and she was dressed like daisy she duke. was daisy yeah she was, she was her- daisy duke man all right well our next guest is a great band man these are really really nice guys and uh, christy mcknight is their promoter and manager and she's she's a very smart lady and these guys have a plan and they have rabid fans and we really enjoy their music and we were really happy to have them in here with us jaded mary is the name of the band sit back and prepare to be wowed all right everybody I want to welcome you to our next guest on the big show today now there are rock bands and then there are rock bands and today we have one of the latter jaded mary in the house with us and we want to welcome these boys we have tim jamal leaf randy and then their manager christy is joining us as well guys thanks for coming in and welcome to the zone
8: thanks for having us thanks for having us yeah no
2: it's a pleasure to have you guys in and uh want to thank you first off for stopping in last week at our big uh, birthday party it was nice to meet you guys there and we appreciate you making the trip down uh this is a seattle area band and they are uh storming around this area and making quite a a name for themselves creating waves wherever they go they have a great sound and um we got hip to them by some of our listeners and they've been also a big splash on uh, glenn's northwest music scene and um you guys seem to be riding high right now. How are you guys feeling about where Jaded Mary is at? We're feeling uh, really good about where things
3: are, where things are at. Uh, things are moving very fast, mostly uh, due to our marketing campaign and our management.
2: Well, I wanna ask you guys about your logo first of all. Let's, let's start at the, uh, the presentation that people see. It's a very cool logo. We have a green lady and it's the, the Jaded Mary. And where's the logo from? And the name, uh, Leif,
3: actually designed the logo. He's did
2: you draw that? He drew it. Yeah, actually, I did. it's stellar, man. Very good stuff. And then the name Jaded Mary—is that like a girlfriend who was really cynical or something that you guys had, or
7: <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was kind of like you know we had uh, we'd been kind of toying with a few different names, and uh, and one of our friends Hoppy actually he was like the one that kind of was. You know, he's been up, he's one of our hardcore fans, and uh, he was the one that was just like, man, it's Jaded Mary, you know, and we're like, it's got a good ring to it, man. You know, we had we, had, we were arguing back and forth, uh, you know, and because uh, that's kind of a big deal, you know, right? And then we're like, man, it's just, you know, it just it would just fit. That's the best.
8: Yeah, it's nice. It's kind of more like a fictional character. And if you look at some of the stuff we had from our past, uh, we have other jaded Mary girls too. So, uh, so I think those those change over time as, as they always do. But
3: and I think everybody has a jaded Mary in their life. And they're like,
2: absolutely <laughs> yes. yes. Well, and so the the production value of uh, your the artwork and the, and the name is all stellar it's, it's a great package but you got to have something behind that in order to make that sell I mean it's got to be a complete package and that's what we found in you guys it's been it's you guys have a stellar sound now as far as the jaded mary goes you guys are in search for a model is that correct? How's that going? Tell us about that competition.
9: Well, we are now approaching radio stations about um, pretty much hosting us and hosting the contest. So hopefully by August we'll have that contest announced and it'll be a lot of fun.
2: So you're looking for models who will be Jaded Mary and if they are successful in becoming Miss Jaded Mary, they get to be in a video, is that correct? Well, so she'll start off by uh, being in our video, uh,
3: but she'll follow and us who's our shows. Um,
7: hopefully,
2: <laughs> hopefully no one no one. Yeah. No one. Yeah. That would
3: take all the fun out of it.
2: Yes, <laughs> oh, very good. So uh, let's go back to the beginning of uh, Jaded Mary. And uh, now I know uh, Jamal, Leaf, and Tim, you guys are all original members of the band. And... Um, there was uh you guys were really rolling things were really moving for you guys and then a little bit of tragedy struck Uh, you lost your lead singer um tell us about that and and how that uh, it's tough for a band to come back from that i mean even big bands who lose members you know usually have a tough time rebounding it seems like you guys have done so but what was the process in that what happened and how did you what was the mindset
6: it was it was pretty brutal to begin with, but you know, thankfully, we're all really close. Um, there was no discussion about ending it, um, and Jeremy wouldn't have wanted us to end it either. So, uh, once that decision was was made amongst us, which didn't really take that long, um, it was just trying to figure out what we needed to do next. A um, lot of love and support from his uh, friends and family. Um, helped us, you know, push forward and 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 to keep going on.
2: Kind of gave you the blessing to keep moving on. Uh, it was actually
6: a demand. <laughs> 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 they said you guys aren't breaking up. You, you have guys, to do it. Guys, yeah, you guys got to keep. Now, going
2: did you guys on. all go to high school together? Uh, grow uh, up together, or how did I, that form in the beginning?
6: I went to uh, high school with Jeremy, and uh, these guys went to school together. I mean, we ran the same circles, but uh, yeah.
2: Okay And then so did you go, were you guys all in bands uh, before Jaded Mary formed and, and kind of created an alliance or something? What's your evolution as, as members, as musicians to get to Jaded Mary? We were uh, Tim
8: and I were kind of the South Kitsap uh, guys and these guys were kind of the North Kitsap guys and we just uh, decided to join forces uh, and uh, nobody you know,
6: else would have us.
2: formed the South Kitsap super. Group. <laughs> Well, that's good. Okay. Well, tell me about the, uh, you know, we've had in the news, we've had this uh, oil spill in the Gulf that's just polluting everything. It's just total nonsense. And me, I'm from down there. I grew up in Houston and spent a lot of time in the Gulf of Mexico. And I've been through a couple of those. And this one's bigger than anything I've seen. Um, We're uh, in the Northwest. It doesn't really touch us. But you guys seem to have a heart for that, and you have something coming up. You want to tell us
3: about well, that? Uh, yeah. Well, I'd like to uh, just start off. You know, we all live in uh, the city of Port Orchard, which mm-hmm. is right near the water. Uh, even though we primarily play out in the Seattle area, and we see the water every day, and we just can't even imagine uh, having that sort of a situation happen in in our our neck of the woods. Uh, so yes, we would like to. Uh, we'd definitely like to do some sort of benefit to, to yeah. help that out.
9: We've been approached by a, di- a bunch of different causes and we've been talking about like about what is the band about? What is our cause? What is the thing that we really want to you know be part of? And that's definitely a cause that they've been interested in. So any kind of benefit that we can play would be an awesome one for that.
2: Great. Well, let's listen to a little bit of Jade and Mary and this is a song called Back to Zero. <laughs> Right, the name of the song back to zero our guest today jaded mary now randy i want to talk to you for a second because you're the new vocal yes um big shoes to fill because obviously there's a lot of uh history in the band with the uh, their former lead singer yes and uh, i understand there was quite a shir- search that was put out and you guys were almost at the end of your rope and uh you stepped forward and voila magic happened
3: yeah it was it was kind of magic actually um i was currently part of a i was part of another group and wasn't really happy with the direction they didn't want to move forward they didn't want to be successful they just wanted to just play and uh it was kind of apparent to me that i had to uh, find something new and i searched on the computer for one hour tops and i put out three just email requests uh, to people that I saw and only had uh, one response back actually and it was these guys
2: <laughs> And Which now was what, what was going through your minds because I know that's got to be a tough process to uh, you know f- a friend a brother who's fallen and uh, You want to go forward, but you want to do it right and I assume you guys had lots of people roll through and there's more than just a voice mm-hmm. There's connection. There's uh, chemistry and so forth. What was the process for, for you guys like? Um, it, it was a lot longer than we what
8: we had expected, you know We kind of thought at first we would just put some stuff out there and we would get a lot of replies and find somebody right away and uh, You know at first, you know to be honest, we, we, we got flooded with with uh, people sending stuff in and it was great We had a lot of really good singers. It might not have been just the right style and then you know we had a lot of singers that had no right to be <laughs> submitting stuff. <laughs> I mean it was some of it was really really bad. And at the beginning that stuff was was hilarious. We'd come to practice and we'd listen to it and have a good time. And you know after about six months of that it got started to get a little bit old. And so you know it was it was really tough. You know we, we did start to wonder if we we're ever going to find the right guy. And uh, luckily enough when we all heard what Randy had sent in we were amazed. And what we what we had is we'd send out. Three songs that had no lyrics to them, and we'd ask for them to, to put lyrics to one of the songs and send it back for us to check out. And uh, like I think within three days when he when yeah. we sent it to Randy, we got an email back, and we thought, wow, that was quick. That's that's cool. <laughs> uh, we were expecting to see one song on there. He had all three songs done, backups, the whole thing written, recorded. Yeah, we we were completely amazed, and and it just we couldn't have asked for it to be a better fit.
2: Well, it's great vocals and uh, the harmony background that you have going on is uh, stellar indeed. It's very uh, very melodic, and there's a there's a there's a, a lot of full sound that um, we don't hear a lot of anymore. We, a lot of bands have stripped down and gone to you know just sort of this three chord, uh, straight ahead stuff, and it's nice to hear a well rounded, uh, deep rock band again. And, and I think you guys are on the right track with that. So. Uh, Christy, I want to ask you. You're the uh, the manager of the band. Yes. Uh, tell us about some of the merchandise you guys. I'm intrigued by the green horns. <laughs> I think Gosh. those are great. And then tell us where we can get T-shirts and stuff for this band.
9: Well, I'm really lucky to have a logo I can work with like that. Yes. Number one, I have a lot of material. Uh, The green light-up horns we're going to have available at concerts, not online just yet, Um, and definitely at our All Ages show. That's a huge uh, focus for us right now. And T-shirts can be purchased online off of our fan page on Facebook. And um, we're pretty excited about all the merchandise we're coming out with this summer.
2: And it's a great website, too, and we'll have a link to it off of our uh, homepage. Everybody go check out uh, Jaded Mary's uh, webpage. They also have some of this history that we're talking about, and they have great photographs and and all the things you need to know about Jaded Mary. Let's go into another song. This is a song titled Insignia. Mm Song is insignia. Our band today, Jaded Mary. Now I uh, understand by the end of this month is it correct that we can pick this stuff up on iTunes. Right now yes, we go sure. to MySpace and we can listen to it there. Uh, is it going to be on like podcast, baby, and some of that? Yes, well, that's
9: absolutely. Fun. That's definitely the plan.
2: Great, and we have an out al- a CD in the works. Is that correct? <laughs>
7: absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know we're uh, getting ready to. Um, well we're raising some funds to be able to go down and record with Sylvia Massey um we're
2: that's a big enough, name producer you know, right you know, there
7: you know, we're fortunate enough to be um you know correspondents with uh, sylvia massey and and ashley christie um she really she's been you know on that thing and just kind of keeping it all happening there but i mean she's she's stoked to work with us and i and I, honestly we are like i think maybe doubly stoked to work with her <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, well let's right?
2: go down with some of the yeah. people she's worked with tool system of a down red hot chili peppers those aren't small fries no, no, no and no. jaded mary you're gonna go in and blow them all away <laughs> I'm hoping. all right they're very very good. Now, I wanted to ask you guys uh, just about playing around uh, the South Sound in Seattle and so forth. Um, we ask all bands this because we're fascinated by it. Just as an audience, uh, we go to see you guys and other bands at different venues. What's your favorite p- place to play, and what has been uh, your not so favorite place to play in the Puget Sound area? Wow.
5: Yeah, that's, that's a, a tough, tough one. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is that is a tough, tough one.
2: Well, uh, you know, we've
3: played. I think we've all played uh, at various uh, venues within within our, um, you know, lifetimes as a, as musicians. Um, the I, I would say the most probably the one of the favorite places that we've played so far is uh, I don't know. It's what tough. You well, said, yeah. you know, sometimes
8: it's like, it depends on what the place is for, you know, like yeah. you got the central, which I swear they've got the same carpet that was, that's been there since like the seventies. Oh. So you're sweating on the same stage that Nirvana and Alice in Chains and all those guys <laughs> played on, you know, a lot so, of mojo up there. yeah, there's yeah. a lot of mojo yeah, yeah. up there, you know? So, you know, there's places like that where the history is cool. Then there's other places where it's just a big club and it's just fun to get on that huge stage and rock it out, you know? So, you know, I think it really just depends on which place and what reason, you know, it would be our favorite. And it
9: depends on the sound guy. I mean, we yeah. just played at the Skylark, and that was amazing. I mean, for such a small yeah. room, I mean, we had a great turnout. We had an amazing sound guy. Yeah. Uh, it was perfect. That is
2: a big yeah. deal. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is a
3: big deal. And, you know, I, I think that we're more excited about our, our upcoming shows uh, that we have coming up later this summer. We're playing a couple theaters. Uh, well, tell
2: us about what you have coming up. So people can come out and see you.
3: Okay. Uh, we are playing uh, this coming Saturday at the Voodoo Lounge in Port Orchard. Great. Um, that's We're really excited about that one. We have a lot of uh, hometown fans coming to that one. And the following Friday at the Capitol Theater in Olympia. Holy town. Yeah. And uh, later in the summer, we'll be, we'll be playing at uh, the King Cat Theater um, August 20th. That's actually. a pretty nice yeah. venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be a really good venue. You know, and we're, uh, you know, Christy's got us in line to be, to play some uh other outdoor events uh, that are just that are still in the works. Um, So
2: you guys are also at the Skylark is that correct? Yeah
3: Skylark. Uh, That's
2: a very fun venue. It is a fun venue and really
3: really good sound and that's and uh, you know we can't strike home uh, you know enough about how important it is to have a great sound guy and they really do.
2: So uh, I have noticed this uh, you guys have rabid fans. Uh, You wouldn't be in the top you know, of every week in the the Northwest music scene poll and getting your uh, song played on KGRG without the votes of the fans. Um, Has that been a, has that been a, uh, have you guys, you know, worked hard to get those fans or has this been a byproduct of you guys working hard as a band to be good musicians? That's uh, we refer to them as the
6: uh, the jaded junkies. They, they are awesome. Um, their support and their love is, uh, has has uh, definitely helped us through some some hard times. And yeah, you're right. They're, and they're very rabid.
3: To, to answer your question, it is a, it is definitely a full time job. Um, we um, we pay Christie to work full time. Um, that's pretty much what she does for keeping us those they, fans yeah. keeping those fans coming and they need to be
9: musicians right yeah. I mean I don't think musicians were made to be business people or marketing people <laughs> <Amen>. or communicating <laughs> the, yes. right and leave
2: that to somebody else yes. you that, notice none of us are arguing at yes, all yes, not right. even a little bit yeah well and christy shows up and everybody's interested right and then she goes oh no they're the band over there (laughs) all right well before we go into this next song which is titled lift me up i understand you have uh some sort of collaboration or something with an energy drink which is awesome because with the name like lift me up you got to have an energy drink involved right (laughs) yeah
9: absolutely and candy so we've got two we've got a zip fizz um i believe we're on radar with them um, and a candy so we're hoping for that too.
3: Very good. you know and we're interested in, in doing things like that proactive as far as you know anything from, from video games to energy drinks, that sort of thing. our, our music is uh, very mainstream in that in that respect where we can really fit into a lot of those uh, categories. And definitely that's, that's in that definitely wheelhouse for sure.
2: Yeah all right well let's listen to a little bit of lift me up our guest today, Jaded Mary. songs lift me up and our guest today of course jaded mary i can see myself playing video games to that uh, song right there that does get you motivated and going good job guys uh this is uh, we always ask like a, a what if question uh when we have a band in here because um you know you guys all have influences people that you've admired in the music world and uh, bands and so forth people that you idolize we all do that and i'm just curious you guys each of you are sitting at, uh, at home and uh phone rings and there's your favorite band of all time on the other end of the line, and they want you to come on a headline tour with them across the u s. who's on the other who's on the other end? Uh,
7: I'd say Queens of the Stone Age, probably.
2: Very good. Yeah. That's that's
8: a tough question. Um, you know, I think I'd have to, to go back old school. Like, I think I'd have to jump in with, like, Led Zeppelin or somebody. Nice. I mean, you know, you'd have to do that. You'd have to take <laughs>
2: advantage of that. Or the Beatles or something, you know. Very good. Yeah, it can be anybody. This is a fantasy question.
6: Yeah, he's he took mine. Sorry, Zeppelin. Yeah, that, would, that would just be the all-time gig. Absolutely. The all-time gig.
3: Uh, I think that... Uh, you know, I think that we would slowly uh, have a lot of favorite bands if they came to us. They would become our favorite. <laughs> uh, you know, but I would say, you know, some more current bands like uh, the Kings of Leon, I think that would be would be great. Um, if a band like that, they're doing very well. Um, and also uh, Jamal what's your, what's your favorite oh,
8: band oh the name? new guys uh, yeah.
3: I'm down with the Crash Kings
8: Crash Kings great band excellent I,
2: excellent I, I, okay well uh, before we wrap this up and we really want to say we uh, just appreciate you guys coming in and we really love your sound and I also love the drive that you guys have a lot of bands <clears throat> excuse me a lot of bands are uh, content to eh, just put some music out and kind of you know play around or whatever but you guys seem to be focused and you're focused on where you're going and what you want and you're you're going for it five years from now you guys jaded mary what do you see five years from now for you for yourselves uh you know i would
7: uh i would assume that we'll have reached a lot of the goals that individually and collectively that we've kind of really lifelong lived our lives you know uh, and sacrificed for um but i would think that uh, having a having a presence worldwide would not make me uh, sad in the slightest bit world music yeah. domination yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> yeah maybe a cult or something <laughs>
9: I think um, they've really sacrificed a lot for the marketability of their songs. Um, I think a lot of bands get criticized for that. Um, so it's cool to have a band that wants to create those marketable songs that kind of sit in your head forever. That's that song. Lift Me Up. It was on a commercial. You remember it. I think that would be a five-year goal for all of them. I well, think. there's nothing I wrong
3: with that. Yeah. Um. I was going to say, I think regardless of, of where we're at in five years, um, we're, we're like a family, and uh, we, we practice a lot, and we have great marketing, and we have great management, and we have, uh, we have great things that are, that are going to happen for us, and we're definitely going to make that happen.
2: Great. And I agree with you. And I also, there is nothing wrong with uh, self promotion and latching yourself onto successful things. That's success. And uh, in this day and age of, you know, Twitter and the internet, you know, Facebook yes. and, uh, you know, instant. You know, texting and all the stuff on TV and video games and stuff, if you can latch into that, uh, that's big because I, I play video games and I hear those songs on there. I've never heard of half those bands, but I know their songs. And if you guys get hooked up with that, that's great. But even on your own merit, uh, we just enjoy your music. We enjoy you guys. You. And uh, I think a lot of people need to get out and see Jaded Mary. Uh, check them out on the 19th in Port Orchard and on the 25th at the Capitol in Olympia. I want to thank Tim, Jamal, Leaf, Randy, and Chris christy for coming in thank you guys so much thank, thank you. you thanks, thanks, for, thank you. Having thanks us. for having us it was it was having best well, of crew. luck
8: guys thanks so much thank you, thank you
2: so what'd you think of jaded mary i thought it was great yeah that's some, like some old school like some really uh kind of throwback to the uh, uh 70s you know kind of uh full-on or you know like punch rock and I really enjoyed those guys. They have a well-rounded sound. They're very nice guys. And they have been touched by some tragedy. But the, the, the amazing thing is they have pursued. And they've gone through that. And they've, they've come to the other side. And I, I think they really are headed somewhere. And they have a team and an idea. And I... I admire the crap out of those guys so jaded mary thank you guys for coming in everybody check out their web page and go see them in a show they they got some great shows coming up i want to go to the show down there in olympia with them and mom's rocket that's going to be the show to be at for me so yeah,
4: i think i want to get some of those horns
2: <laughs> i think you would look good in the green horns speaking of horns we have a new feature starting just this week and we are working with flash down at hell's kitchen he's going to bring us the weekly update from hell's kitchen and we're going to be presenting this to you every week they're going to flash is going to come in and tell you exactly what's going on down there at hell's kitchen and it's going to sound something like this
8: and now it's time for our weekly update with what's going on at hell's kitchen
5: and here's flash
6: hey this is flash from hell's kitchen This is what we got coming up this week. Tightwad Tuesday free show with Neutral Boy. The Depths from Santa Barbara, California. Lock and load and nothing you'd like. It's a free show. Starts at 7 o'clock. Wednesday the 16th, The Fixed. The Sophisticates, Humongous Fungus, Love, and the Lords of Chaos. It's another free show with $1. fifty paps draft all night long. Thursday the 17th, it's the kickoff party for the Grit City Fest with The Fun Police, Destruction Island, Paris Spleen, and Big Wheel Stuck Show, $4 Jaeger Bombs. Friday the 18th, we got Dirty Hollywood, which is a Motley crew tribute, Basic Radio, and BND. It's a $7 show, and it's 9 o'clock. Saturday the 19th, it's the return of Coffin Break with the Jet City Fix, Pioneers West, and Blanco Bronco. 8 advance 10 at the door and Sunday Mike Thrasher presents Hank 3 with special guest Izzy Cox and this show
4: is sold out sorry folks
9: Hell's Kitchen 928 Pacific Avenue in Tacoma
5: serving up rock since 2002
4: now here's a doctor of rock himself Big Joe with this week in music history
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay well once again Big Joe not here to fulfill his duties this week in music history, Bob Bogle, lead guitarist and co-founder of this band you're listening to right here, Northwest Icons and Legends, members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, The Ventures, known for their hits such as Walk, Don't Run, and Hawaii 5.0, passed away this week at the age of 75, and it was just last year. So Bob Bogle. Good thoughts and good memories on him. Thank you for all the music and all the prestige that you brought to the Northwest, brother. We appreciate it. All right. Hey, before we get out of here, I want to uh, just hip you about a couple of things that are going on. Uh, This Saturday, the 19th at the New Frontier, uh, friends of ours, the dignitaries who will be on our program in about a week or two, Great great group of guys, fun band, lots of fun. They're going to be down at the New Frontier. It's going to start at 8 o'clock. It's 21 and up. It's only 5 bucks. It also has uh, Panama Gold, the Plasters, and the Revengers on the bill. We're going to see the dignitaries. So that's going to be good times. And also, we just want to tell you, uh, during the interview with uh, Elliot Max and Joe Larson, we talked about... Uh, joe's sister and elliot's daughter megan larson who's quite the singer and she's up and coming and so we're going to go out today with a song by her we want to thank all of you for listening i know it's a nice nice weather out there so the fact that you would spend a few moments with us is greatly appreciated as always this is the northwest convergence zone where all things come together enjoy the sun people
4: This has been a production of the northwest convergence zone email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com
2: good freaking luck wait you yes oh okay i'm gonna say you know